You know, my website, I just made an article about uh, why, why was Ezekiel's temple never built? And to me, it's super interesting because um, I know the answer. I, uh, I was an angel for a long time and um, God talked a lot about, about the future. And so I wrote it all in this article and I'll put it in the uh, podcast description. Unlocking the mystery, the untold story of why Ezekiel Simple was never built. Now I did something really interesting. It's a really important part of the story. And I wrote this article. I went to um, this guy and um, and it's like a website and it automatically wrote the article for me. I copied the whole thing and pasted it. So half my article is like this, was written by a computer, not even a human being, it's AI written. But then I went and I just fucking pounded keys and made it make sense. And so I wanted to try this for a couple different reasons. I'm just curious how the app works, honestly. And so it has all these things like unlocking the mystery. I never write like that. I just tell it plain. But the truth is, this is an untold story. And so uh, the computer, it, it asks a bunch of really common and interesting questions. And so if I didn't know the answer, I think this was an interesting article to read. Was it due to political turmoil, logistical challenges, or divine intervention? You know, that's an interesting question, but I would never ask that when I have the answer. See, Christians have this big problem. They're like, well, if we build a t- if someone builds a temple, then, then, then that replaces Jesus. No, it doesn't. They're like, but they kill lambs there. The Christians are really obsessed with like this lamb thing. So I'm going to explain this to the Christians first. I'm going to make fun of everyone else. And I'll tell you uh, why it wasn't built. Uh, the Christians are, um, you know, you can tell them what a bathroom is. They're like, that's where poop is. Jesus replaced poop. I'm like, calm down with this whole replacement thing. A bathroom is also where we can wash our hands. It's where we can look in a mirror, make sure there's not food on our face. A bathroom is a place where um, we can pee. And for a lot of people, it's where they shower or bathe. And so uh, this whole idea, like the temple's where sacrifices are. I'm like, Christians, calm down, man. <laughs> Just fucking calm down, Margaret. And so then the Jews, they're like, that's where our God is. I'm like, dude, you guys need to shut up with our God. The Jews are just way too loud with it. They're like, it's our God. You guys have your God. We have our God. No, you don't. There's one God. So just shut up. When he comes to the temple, he's going to tell you to shut up also. They're like, yeah, right. He says, thus saith the Lord. We also said, shut up. Okay. He made all things. He made the American language. He made the phrase shut up. He's going to tell you to shut up. And then also the, the Muslims, they're like, well, we go to mosque. And you know what one of the problems is with Muslims? You guys are so fucking rude to Muslims. They're like, we go to mosque and we pray five times a day. And you guys are like, you pray to false gods. You need to stop yelling at them, Christians. Stop treating them like they need to be yelled at. They're not stupid. They call them Allah, which is in their language, the God. The one God. And you guys are like, oh, that's a different language? Yeah, it's a different language, you dumb fucks. In any language, you might write God slightly differently. Dumb fucks. In Hindu, they say, Hinduism is Brahmin. And so... The temple can be built anywhere. One of the reasons it was never built is because they're fighting over where it should be built. Should it be built on the temple mount? Here's the, now here's the answer. God lives in heaven. And heaven is the only place in the universe that is clean, perfect, and holy. There was an angel named Uriel that for uh, about 800 years went around making places clean, and beautiful, and preparing those places. And the answer is every place where God is ought to be clean, perfect, and holy. Now, there's a lot more to it than this, but I'm going to tell you something really simple. 
if um, you have friends coming over to your house, you might clean your house or clean your yard. Okay, and if we're living a good life, what do we have if we're living a good life? Happy kids, a little bit of dirt on their hands. They don't have to clean that off when God comes. God made dirt, it's good, okay? God created dirt and Jesus made dirt. So, okay, dirt's good. They have dirt on their feet, that's fine. What else do you have if you have a, a good life? You got a happy wife, you know, maybe she has a little dirt on her skirt of her dress or something. She doesn't have to clean that off when God comes every time, it's fine. God made the dirt, she's out there with the kids or doing something else, okay? What about men? They have a little sawdust on their hands. You don't have to clean that off every time God comes, all right? But what do you guys have that needs to be cleaned? Here's filthy sinners. Okay, what else if we're talking about land? Plastic garbage, man. Look around your house right now and you're, there's plastic everywhere. It's fucking disgusting. You guys don't know how bad plastic is. So you guys put this weird plastic garbage in your houses and out on the roads and in garbage cans and it's all tumbling around in the street. I mean, it's fucking filthy to look at from, from an angel's perspective or from God's perspective. You guys fill his creation with filth, man. Not just sin, but garbage just fucking tumbling around. Now, what happens if you eat some food and you toss the fucking apple core on the ground? Well, if it piles up, it's kind of gross, but maybe you can put them in a bush, hide them in a bush or something, or put it in a fucking compost pile. You know, just organize your garbage like that. And that's not that bad. That makes sense. God made apple cores. He knows how that works. That doesn't offend him. But you guys come around and like, you're not living a good life. You know, husbands and wives insult each other. You fucking hurt your children and make them cry and fucking embarrass them in public and also hurt them at the house. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that's bad. So now, what is the temple? It's a place where none of that shit happens. At the temple, no one beats their fucking children. It's clean. There's not garbage tumbling around. So this whole clean, perfect, and holy, I know you guys don't know what perfect or holy means, but that's something that we can do. And so the, if somebody wants to build a temple, you can build a temple for God anywhere if you know how. The thing is, you guys don't. Okay? And so how do you do it? Well, the first thing you do is you remove everything that doesn't belong. So you have to go clean up someone else's mess. People have been living in the earth for 6,000 years. You have to go clean up someone else's mess. There's nothing you can do about it. And everywhere you go in the whole earth, there's someone else's mess. If you go in the middle of the wilderness, there's garbage, water bottles and shit. You gotta go pick it up, okay? Now that's the first thing. You, you remove everything that doesn't belong. Secondly, you build it out of natural materials. See, everything God made is very good. So you build it out of wood, build it out of nails, made out of metal, okay? You don't use any plastic or paint. Right, And then the third thing is for God, we think of it as an expense, but for God, it isn't an expense. And so gold and precious gems and things like that for him are not an expense, really. So he can provide those a million different ways. You know? So when, when he provides the gold and the gems, then you overlay all the wood with gold and you push the gems into the metal or into the uh, wood, into the walls, just like both. All right. So for him, that's no expense. You know, for us, we're like, holy shit, that's a fucking crate full of pirate treasure. But to God, it's just fucking the stuff he made. You know, it's perfect and good. So everything God made was perfect and good. And so when we, make, we build the temple, we make it out of things God made. Now, when you, we make asphalt at the temple, we'll typically make it out of cut stone instead of modern asphalt for two reasons. Now, the first reason is that cut stone might last 10,000 years or more. All right. And so if you, if it takes a long time. It's hard work. But that's how they make floors. So those squares on your floor are either linoleum or cut stone. I mean, it's not impossible to cut stone. Guys do it every day for work. Men get paid normal pay to go to work and cut rocks. I mean, it's a fucking normal job. So don't act like it's weird. And the, so the first thing is that stones might last a long time. All right. And we have modern machines that'll cut them real fucking flat, dude. And hardworking men with old school tools can cut them real flat if they work hard. Okay. Now the second thing is that modern asphalt sucks. 
Besides toxic chemicals that might be in there, and when it's hot in the summertime, it radiates heat, it traps heat, it also melts and sh if it gets really fucking hot and sticks to your shoes. Okay, and there's a bunch of, so a bunch of those reasons. It's a little fucking lumpy and weird. All right, it doesn't look that great. It's tar and gravel. So when we're talking about paving at the temple, we're talking about cut stone. Now, why would we use cut stone for the third reason? God made it. So now you're starting to realize how, to, how you make a temple. You make it out of things God made. And so if you guys really think about this, with a whole bunch of perfectly cut stone, you're like, how good can that look? Well, how good does your floor look? Look at cut stone floor. I mean, it's fucking, it's called um, flat, what do they call it? Flat floor or anything? I don't just Google it. Floor's made out of stone. You'll see it, it's fucking elegant and beautiful and amazing. And so that would be the pavement. Now, the next thing we do is we build it to the, the dimensions. Now, there's a lot of different reasons to do that. Some of it's prophecy, God stuff, you know, numerology, kind of like divine secrets of numbers. God made numbers, you know, it's not weird be a believer and think numbers are cool numbers are cool god made numbers but uh, some of it's just fucking practical logistics at the temple of god what's going to happen is god's going to come and set his feet on the earth he's going to be like what up earth i'm god and then people are going to come to the temple from all around the earth they're going to be like holy fuck god's in the earth for real and they're going to come there all right so you got to have big doors so one of the reasons they put dimensions like it's going to be this big is because if you guys build the temple some fucking tight ass uh, bureaucrat will make a small door with a long hallway so we can charge money to get in okay that's the wrong way we don't charge money to go to see god so what you do is you make a place that doesn't offend him and then he might not strike you dead when you come to the temple so they're like oh i sinned am i in trouble well the temple's clean perfect and holy when you get there wash your hands pray once or twice and then go have a fucking blast drink some wine with the priest or something you know god made wine it's not bad to drink wine god made wine the wine is good drink wine and remember to jesus and so you Jews are like, yeah, right. We don't want Jesus at the temple. Well, Jews, you're fucked. Okay? You didn't like him 2,000 years ago. And if you don't like him now, that's twice in a row you're fucked. Just deal with it. Jesus is going to be there at the temple often. All right? Bring it in. He's a fucking badass. And so all the religions are going to be like, oh, wait. We can all get, go there and get along? Yes. Now you realize when we get all the fucking talks a lot men out of it, it's going to be fun. You can bring your family, go to the temple, eat some fucking Israel food, chill out, look at the building. You're like, oh, that's neat. It's a fucking tr pirate treasure. Yep. The temple's made out of pirate <laughs> You know, gold and precious stones and shit. <coughs> People singing, children singing, wine, food. It'll be fucking like a party every day. You guys are like, wait, shouldn't we repent? Oh, sure, you can do that too. But God made a fucking magnificent creation with a whole bunch of things to be enjoyed. Wine, food, music. There might be guys there rapping, fucking, and women too, like rapping fucking Bible verses. You're not going to believe it. It sounds fucking incredible, man. People love it. Um, not the way you've heard, but the way you haven't heard, just to be clear. So why was it never built? You guys don't know how to build it. You build it out of stuff God made, not stuff men made. Not because like men are bad, men are low, but just because plastic is a fucking garbage material. If men figure out how to make, um, what's that metal the Mandalorian's arm is made out of? It's, um, Beskar. If you learn how to make a temple out of Beskar, sort of like space age material made from, you know, from a Mandalorian blacksmith on another world in a future galaxy. Fuck, make a temple out of Beskar. I mean, if God made invented Beskar, we make it out of Beskar. You can make a temple out of anything that God made. You can go fucking get some sticks in the woods and make a fucking badass, like, um, you know, hunter shack. And then you can make another one that's a fucking temple for God. Make the temple for God fucking best and most amazing and probably make it first. But fuck, if you gotta live there and work on that temple for 10 days or a year or something or 10 years, then Make a fucking hunter shack first. You know, there's not a lot of rules about this. Just make the best fucking temple you can. It needs to be clean, perfect, and holy.
and then you need to learn what holy is. I'm killing it on this podcast. This is a good podcast. Now, when will it be built? The temple can be built on any mountain. Now, I want you to think about this. What I'm going to do when I get my space company going is I'm going to go build cities on every world in the universe. And uh, in the podcast, I'll talk about that in a minute. It'll be a really interesting um, podcast to talk about that. But when I go build these cities, then they're on other worlds, man. They can't come to the temple in the earth unless I bring them on a spaceship. So I might build a temple on every world. So you, a lot of Christians are like, yeah, right, that's New Jerusalem. Or someone else is like, yeah, right, that's where Jesus is. Or yeah, right, that's heaven. Well, okay, now you got three places where the temple might be. What's the fourth place? Well, the earth. They're like, we can't have a temple in the earth. What are you saying? God's not allowed? God can come to anywhere he wants. The problem is, Christians, if he comes to your church, he might strike half your fucking congregation dead. Their robes aren't clean because they haven't repented, and so Jesus hasn't cleaned their fucking robes. So Christians, back off. So I might build a temple on every world. And that means there's about, I mean, there's a lot of worlds. So if I build 10,000 giant kingdoms with each a thousand cities then there'll be 10,000 temples on worlds one in heaven one new jerusalem and then one in the earth so it'll be 10,003 temples there's no rule it's just a place where god might like to kick it in it one day you might understand that when it's holy it's better dude it's way fucking better for a lot of believers holy is a mystery that's, that you don't understand it will be revealed soon I might even teach it. And I might do it in podcasts. So here's my question to you. Do you want me to give you a, a list of like things to do? Because that list might itself might have like 60 fucking things to do. Do this, then do this, and do this. And if you do it, then you might become holy and then have knowledge from personal experience. Or I can kind of like teach all about what holy is and remembering the Sabbath and that's God that sanctifieth you and praise and worship and that kind of stuff. And then God might sanctify you and become holy and then you might have experience uh, that way and know more about what holy is. Those are the two main options right now. In the future, I might, when angels are coming back to the earth again, then I might have angels do it. So, So the reason the temple was never built, Ezekiel's temple, is because they didn't know how. Now in the past, God made it holy because no one knew how to do that. So when the Messiah comes, a lot of you are going to be like, is it Jesus? Who's the Messiah? We want to argue about it. He'll, him and Jesus will be here and you guys will be like, oh, what? And Jesus will be like, he's the Messiah, I'm the Messiah, a bunch of Messiahs running around. And then you'll be like, wait, what? <laughs> then you'll learn about future Messiahs. You'll be like, wait, there's more than one. There's more than one apostle. There's more than one Messiah. There's only one Jesus Christ. There's only one Heavenly Father. You're like, okay, we got the numbers now. Yes, you do. There's one God, and people call him different names. There's one Jesus Christ. We call him Jesus Christ. There's going to be a bunch of messiahs, man. It's going to be really cool, just like apostles. Hopefully, there's a bunch of apostles, all right? Now, in this article, I talk all about the temple and um, the mosque. Now, Here's one of the challenges with the temple today. They want to build it where the where the Muslims are. There's a temple mount, and the Muslims built a giant place called Mecca. It's called the Great Mosque of Mecca. 
also called the Holy Mosque. Okay, now those men are not enemies of the temple. They pray to God. Okay, he, they call him Allah. It's the same God as the God of the temple. So if the temple was built, you know, someone like me might go to them and be like, hey, we want to build the temple and it's a place where God will be. They would want to talk about it. And I'm like, it's Allah. And he's going to set feet on the temple ground and he'll talk to you guys too. You're his, you know, Muslims are his children. Jews are his dumb fucking children. The Quran talks about them. You know, Christians are his children. Everyone's his children. Everyone's just confused about it. He's going to be here. So if we did it like diplomatically, no, they wouldn't dispute it. They'd be like, oh, that makes sense. They're not uh, objecting to that. They'd be like, oh, all is going to come. And that's what we do next. They might say that Mecca is where we've been coming. Let's fucking drop a temple here. You know, they wouldn't object. You guys act like there's some big barrier because you guys want to chase them off in war. What happens when you try to murder them? They fight back. That's reasonable. You guys are fucking excessive with this war against the Muslims. But the truth is the temple can be built on any mountain. There's nothing preventing there being two temples in the earth. It's just better that it's in one place because when God comes to the temple in one place, the whole world can come there with spaceships and shit that I'll bring. Because in the future, you guys are going to be like, okay, if the temple's in Israel, how the fuck are we going to get there? Well, when the Messiah comes, you're going to be fucking astounded. He's going to bring spaceships, high-speed tech, uh, high-speed travel technology where you go 10,000 miles an hour across the earth and you get across the earth in fucking 20 seconds or something or less than an hour. You're like, what in the fuck? Yes, you can't get to the temple without high-speed travel. Otherwise, it'll take you forever. And airplanes suck. If the whole world's coming to the temple, there's not enough airplanes. So the airplane industry's like, boo-hoo, how are we going to get money? I don't give a fuck. It's the temple of God, you fucking whiny crybabies. Grow up. You know, you guys are way too interested in getting money and fighting against the Muslims and arguing about, you know, is the toilet where poop is? No, that's where other things are too, like mirrors and a place to wash your hands. Oh, you know, is the temple where lambs are? There's other things besides the sacrifice. There's God, for instance, and angels, and there'll be wine and shit. It'll be cool. <laughs> it's a place for families. So there's no limit. One day I might say, let's, I'll teach you guys how to prepare your shrines. I'll teach you how to prepare your mosques and your churches. And then you guys will be like, wait a minute. Now we understand why God doesn't come. That's right. In churches, you refuse to prepare your churches. So the temple is going to be the first and only place in the earth that's prepared. You guys are like, all right, we'll just come to the temple. And then one day someone might say, you can prepare my church. And then I'll say, here's what you can do. You need to get to 100% and then bump it up because, you know, somebody might accidentally bump it down. And they're like, okay, well, how do we do it? I'm like, I can tell you in less than an hour. So I'm preaching to, on Sunday. And then I'll preach the whole thing. They're like, wait a second. That's really easy. And I'm like, yeah, Jesus will come. God will come. It'll be fucking awesome. Just if they don't come the first day, you know, it's probably because I'm not here and they want to make sure you guys are going to do it because Jesus likes to fucking test you guys and make sure you're going to keep doing it. But that church, like, that pastor might be like, I'll do it. I'll preach a sermon every Sunday. And so he might preach it every Sunday. Then fucking Jesus Christ might come to his church of 80. I'm not kidding. And the almighty God might just set foot there every fucking Sunday and hear this guy preach. They might even sit in the pews, man. If this guy does it exactly how I say and the whole church of 80 people, Jesus and God might just sit in the fucking pews, man. They might even fucking applaud at the end of the sermon. They might love this preacher. And so then there's two places in the earth. Then we go to a mosque and I'm like, all right, you got a problem because there's, yeah, there's a fucking 10,000 Muslims that pray here, but you got to get 80% of them out because they're fucking infidels and you didn't even know it. And you got to like do all that kind of stuff. When there's a lot of people, you got to chase people off. It's not a Muslim thing. It's a, it's just like a devil thing or whatever. So you get all those fucking infidels out. And so what we do is we build a fucking wall, build another mosque 
the 20,000, uh, how many are there? 10,000, so we get 8,000 out. So two, the 2,000 that are infidels, we get them there. I prepare them over several weeks because I'm not preaching because they don't want to hear preaching, you know, because they're Muslims. So we do it differently, or I just talk to the wise men or something and they hear about it, how to do it. Give them three weeks, pretty soon God might set feet right on the fucking um, temple floor and do the whole all of thing. There is only one God and all peoples are his peoples. And so then they're like, holy fuck, God's in three places in the earth. Yep, could have been here the whole time. You guys didn't want him because you heard the lies of the devil. And so when the Messiah comes, you guys are going to be like, okay, how does this Messiah do it? Well, he's going to fucking set feet on the ground. And you're like, wait, what? He just walks in the dirt. Yep, just like Jesus. And the world's going to be like, boo-hoo, we don't want another Jesus. Just shut up. And then the Messiah is going to come in fucking spaceships. You're like, holy fuck. That's a huge spaceship. He's like, yeah, I'm a fucking believer. Believers are smart. I build technology. They're like, what else did you build? He's like, come take a look. And you're like, holy fuck, he has every technology. And then he's going to come in high-speed transport. And you guys are like, how in the fuck are we going to get simple? I right, brought it before you asked. And the Messiah. And you guys are like, wait, what? We use technology? And then he's going to ride on a horse. Like, why are you doing that? Well, I'm only on three miles. <laughs> fuck, you know? I ride a horse when it's three miles. I do high-speed transport when it's just putting around the earth 5,000 miles. And then I use a spaceship when I want to go across the galaxy in a fucking two hours. And then a lot of believers are like, that's not how it is. Jesus is the lamp. Just shut up. Spaceships are cool. Space is cool. The galaxy is cool. Everyone likes spaceships. The whole world's filled with movies and video games about spaceships. Spaceships are cool. Everyone wants to go on a spaceship. Everyone wants to ride on a fucking flying motorcycle or in a flying cars and stuff. They saw the Star Wars movie. Half of them wanted to fly in a flying, flying car, and that's probably the reason they wanted to see it, I bet. You know, and then they're like, so when the Messiah comes, we might have flying cars? Yes. You might also see God in the flesh. You might set foot in the temple every day. You might also drink wine at the temple and hear children singing and shit. You see angels all the fucking time. You might also bring back riding horses when you only go three miles. And you're like, yeah, but in our city, we don't allow it. Well, you're doing it wrong. God made dirt. God made horses. God made roads. You guys don't need to ban horses from your fucking cities. It's one of the reasons God doesn't come around. When he comes to your city, you guys banned horses. Why would you do that? That's unreasonable. You also banned dirt and put asphalt down for no fucking reason. And now your feet are always dirty anyways. Why'd you put the asphalt down? So you can drive 50 miles to work and come back cranky. That's unreasonable too. Build work near your house. And you guys are cranky all the time. That's another problem. When God's there, don't be fucking cranky. He gave you an excellent life in a magnificent universe. And you made sure you had video games before you had spaceships so you know exactly what to expect. It's fucking exciting. And you saw flying cars and different movies and shit. So you know what that's like. So you know about technology and marriage and happiness and life. And then when the Messiah comes, he's going to explain the whole thing. He'll explain to you all the ages of time. And you'll be like, how in the fuck does this all make sense? And I'll be like, it's the Messiah speaking. And you're like, oh. And then God might set feet in a church and then in a mosque. And Jesus Christ in both places. And then Jesus Christ might set foot in India. And you're like, yeah, right. That's where it's infidels. Shut up. Stop calling everyone infidels. Some people are believers. And then they might see the Almighty God and Jesus Christ when they're playing, uh, praying to them in the Hindu uh, language, the language of India. You know, all peoples are God peoples. You guys need to calm down. And then they might set foot on other worlds in the cities that the Messiah builds. Then you're like, wait, what? There's other worlds? Yes, all peoples are God peoples. The earth isn't more important. The Bible talks about the earth and the devil a lot, but there's a lot of other worlds. And the Bible does talk about other worlds really clearly in a really important verse.
Hebrews chapter 1. Uh, God spoke in the last days blah, blah, okay, and by his son and stuff. Whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Then in verse uh, 3, chapter 11. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Okay, there's a bunch of worlds God talked about in the Bible. And when Abraham comes back, Abraham's going to talk about the world because Abraham's going to um, be born again a lot of times. And he's going to live on different worlds and he's going to have a lot of wives. According to God's law, a man can have four wives and it's not a sin. Women aren't property. Abraham's a really cool husband. And women like this because when, when a man marries four wives, those four women can have lesbian sex as much as they want. And it's not a sin. Just with each other, not anyone else. And they can have sex with him. So he's going to have a fuckload of children, man. And God's going to bless the fuck out of him and his, a bunch of his descendants. And so he's going to have children on other worlds. And Abraham's going to talk about other worlds and God's promises. Abraham is a man that God called his friend. So these prophecies aren't just earth prophecies. They're going to be fulfilled on other worlds. And the kingdom of God's going to be found on other worlds in a lot of ways, more prominently maybe, or more abundantly than in the earth for a long time maybe. Because in the earth, you guys are fucking rebels, man. I'm like, prepare your church for Jesus. And the church is going to say, wait a minute. We have to stop sinning when he's here? Yes! It offends Jesus when you sin when he's there. That's stupid. They're like, wait, what sins are forbidden? Don't murder or rape. Wait, we can't murder when he's here? Keep your pants on. Stop thinking about fucking the woman next to you. She's not your wife. Fuck, you guys are awful. And don't interrupt him when he talks. You're like, wait, but this is the pastor preaches here. Shouldn't the pastor speak? No, Jesus is head of the church, you dumb fuck. Shut your fucking mouth. Now you understand the New Testament prophecy. Jesus is the head of the church. The pastor needs to shut the fuck up when Jesus is there. I know this podcast is kind of hard to listen to right now, but I'll make, so I'll make it cool at the end right now. I'll make it cool right now. But when the Messiah comes, he's not going to just talk about Israel or Christians or something. He's going to talk about Jesus Christ, that's your only Savior. The Almighty God, he's called Allah, Brahman, the Lord, and he's your only God. That's all you get. Now, there are other others that will be called God. You know, Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost, will give him, you know, some power. The devil wants it. The devil will never be God. But the Holy Ghost will have some power. There's an angel named Raphael that will have some power of God to heal. You guys are like, yeah, right. Well, God can give it to whoever he wants. Stop being weird and selfish. You don't get it. The people that say you don't get it are the ones that want it. They're like the devil. Okay, God's going to give the power of God to a lot in the future. And they're going to be called messiahs. And that's going to include angels. An angel named Raphael is going to be able to heal genetic diseases that are passed down genetically. And that's a power he wants. He knows about healing and stuff. He likes healing men and women and children and stuff. And he's really cool. He can cure those diseases and stop them from happening genetically. And he'll understand when to do it. Like Jesus, by your faith you've been healed that Jesus says that. And so Raphael might say, by your desire to be a father that teaches his children, your genetic disease will not be passed down and it's healed in you or something like that. He'll say it's fucking cool stuff. He'll be like, whoa, is that a word from Jesus? That's a word from Raphael. That'll be like his words and stuff, you know? And then um, there's gonna be messiahs that talk about marriage and uh, you know, they might, they might confuse you, but then they're gonna be like, look, when you guys get married and you hurt your children, then ghosts in heaven don't want to be your, your child. And so you might have sex for 10 years and not have any children because nobody wants to be your child because you're violent and abusive. They're like, wait, what? And I'm like, those messiahs will explain to you that when a ghost is born, the ghost gets to choose their parents. So when a woman or man is born, the first thing that happens is they choose their parents. And the messiahs will explain all this to you. And you're like, wait, what? 
Yeah, that's why some people have 10 kids because the ghosts are like, man, that, that mother and father is fucking cool. What you in the world see is a poor man and a poor woman living in a tent. What that ghost sees is a kind woman that will always keep them, you know, keep them clean and teach them and doesn't hurt them and keeps them safe. And a man that teaches them stuff. So, you know, it's God that does all the miracles and stuff, but the ghosts choose who the par who parents are. So sometimes a uh, man and woman have 10 children and they're like, man, this is so fucking overwhelming. Because the children are like, fuck, dude, that mom and dad is cool and they want to be born to that mom and dad. If you're a mom and dad that try to have children and you don't have any, it might be that you're a father that refuses to teach your children and a mother that is the same. And it may be that you're physically violent and will hurt your children. And so no one wants to be born to you. So Messiahs will come and talk about this. You know, Jesus is your savior. He'll talk about the gospel. He likes doing it. I'm trying to talk him into doing some other stuff this next round. It's going to happen real soon, dude. It's fucking sooner than you think. In about 20 years, he's going to start hammering the gospel. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to talk him into doing some other stuff and teaching other people how to do what he does. And he says he's willing to do it if I prepare them. So if you guys want to be apostles, servants of Jesus Christ, servants of Jesus Messiah, if you want to learn how to be a Messiah, start fucking learning on my website, man. Because there's going to be a lot of work and a lot of opportunities for you guys to do it. And I'm going to take them on my spaceships to go to other worlds. And on, in those cities I build, those cities are going to be um, reclusive. So it's like a, a city built in the mountains, you know? Like no one can get to it because it's like 150 miles away from every other city on that world. And so I'm only going to bring believers that want to teach their children. So those men and women are going to have a fuckload of children. And I'm going to make sure they're fucking wealthy as fuck. They're going to have a vault, and I'm going to give them a huge pile of money. And whatever they want to buy, I'm going to make sure they can have it so their children have a happy life. They're going to have big, nice houses, lots of land, and fucking beautiful cities, man. It's going to be an amazing life for them. And I'm going to bring the Messiahs to them on spaceships. And then they're going to be, those people are going to be all happy. They're going to be like, oh, wait, we'll have children that want to behave. I'll be like, yeah, there's a bunch of ghosts in heaven that God's going to show this city to, that, to those ghosts when they hear about being born again. And they're going to be like, wait, if I obey that mom, she says five minutes, she actually does it. She says tomorrow it actually happens. So then a young a man in heaven that's 2,000 years old, he might be born again to that woman and he'll be a fucking obedient child that obeys her a lot, hopefully. Hopefully perfectly obedient. And then um, she's got, wow, I got a great child. He does everything I say. And he's like, yeah, you always do what you say. And she's like, I know. So I'll go there and I'll talk to those people. I'll be like, look, there's a bunch of ghosts in heaven that want to be born here because you parents are fucking great parents, man. Fucking amazing parents. They love you. They want to be born to you. So they want you to have like 10, 12 kids. And if you guys don't mind, I'll just give you fucking grips of cash. You guys will be rich. And the parents might be like, we don't mind. We just want lots of happy life. We like how it is. And so some of them might be like, well, we'll see how it goes. God might bless them with, you know, five children each or something. They might have a lot of children and fucking happy lives, man. It'll be money in um, that world's currency, you might say. Um, in my other podcast, I explained the money thing and how the money's going to work. It's not stealing or anything. Uh, 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to build an intergalactic civilization of peace. And because we're on many worlds, we'll have one currency. And anytime they want money, I'll just exchange it for the money for where they want it. So if they want to go to another world, like maybe there's another world that has fucking really cool horses. And they want to buy a horse and bring it to their fucking city. Oh, oh go ahead. Here's money for a horse. If they're like, we want to, you know, fancy pups or something. You know, maybe there's a city on another world that makes something that resembles fine China. And they just fucking go there and buy it. I'm like, here's a bunch of money. Well, here's a spaceship too. They'll take you. You know, and so they'll have this fucking amazing life where they have everything they want. And I'm like great what else do you want they're like we have everything we want great and they're fucking have lots of children that want to obey dude it's a fucking amazing life that they're gonna have and so when the messiah comes and you guys are like why isn't the temple built yet the answer is this everything i said in the podcast